Hello, everybody. Hello, Hello ladies and gentlemen. Hello. And all in between. Dun, dun, dun. We put our fears aside. Yeah, we do. That's what I was thinking. Started. That's what it ends before with. We, before we start, do you want to intro to everyone what we've got coming, Luca? Yeah, something exciting. Um, do you have you the guys. drum roll. Do you have the drum roll sound effect? What? Uh, oh yeah, you want me to do it? Do you have one? It's, uh, somewhere, but now it's not there. We definitely had it before, didn't we? We've got this one. <laughs> I have no idea. Or feeding that? feeding the dogs. Yeah, that's a bit of a drum beat. Yeah. It's like a that's like the on hold. That's like on hold. You're on hold. Okay, for rock. Everyone's gonna listen to this like who the fuck are these losers? <laughs> anyway. Okay, so that's the introduction. Oh, we got Annabelle. Hello, Annabelle. Hey Annabelle. Long time. Yeah. Now, what we are talking about, just quickly before we get into it, yeah. is um, Emma and I have rebranded our show called Expand Your Heart, Mind and Spirit, and now we have decided to make this a private community where we have high profile, we have higher price coaching and we work with a lot of people one-on-one. But we also believe in accessibility. And with accessibility, there are a lot of people that follow us who might not be able to work with us privately, but enjoy the podcast, but actually want a little bit more. So we've decided to make this expand show, expand your heart, mind, and spirit show in a private community where it will be streamed weekly, weekly shows into a private community through Patreon. And then people who are in the community have access to, like Annabelle just now, can comment with um and have live q a's very interactive and, and maybe you've got questions that are happening in your life like some things you'd like us to talk about some perspectives some things happening in the world what's your perspective on that you get to come in and ask us live and the next beautiful thing is we get a private community so we're going to open up a private community where everyone can chat and you can connect with like-minded people um, ask us questions in the community and also once a month, we're going to do an interactive coaching, um, completely separate to the show. So you can come and answer, have any questions about what's going on in your life, and you can get Emma and I's feedback and guidance. So I'm pretty excited for that, Emma. Mm, I'm we're going to launch that really when? Excited. The 22nd of February, so 22, 2, 2022. 22. So we've got like 22. a nice course going on. I feel like... This is something that's kind of been brewing for, for us for a while. Yeah. And like Luca said, it's really about accessibility and really re- reaching you guys who can't access us at a higher ticket level. We want to also be there to create space for you to feel supported through this journey and walk this journey with confidence, walk, walk this journey with us as well to, to guide mm-hmm. you and to support you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be doing that at a lower ticket price and we'll be talking about that um, over the, the next 22, week, I guess. 22, so oh, there we go. Luca's got lots of twos. So Let's that'll be 22, $22, $22 a US. month. Yeah, yeah. US. Um, yeah. So that's going to be something that just really supports you guys and connects you with like-minded souls. And yeah, I think it's going to be really, really beautiful. So we'll pop that in the show notes for this episode so you guys can can get on the wait list to join and yeah, yeah and start joining us that week. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. No, I think like it's like, you know, some people go, is this for me? What it what I like mm-hmm. I don't know, feel into it for you. Where we felt the call to start it. We're gonna start it regardless. Um and I think for a lot of people that resonate with what we talk about and can sort of see a wall Maybe I don't have as much support around the people I am with right now, or maybe I don't have. I'm not in the position to be um, working with people privately, and I do value the perspective that Luca and Emma have. Come on in, like mm. you can be around us more. I think that's one of the biggest things on my journey was, and one of the things I value most when I don't have it 
is a mm. community of totally like-minded people with shared values that like just mm. like really it's like when you go to school and you've had those moments, I don't know if you've ever had those moments, but you don't fit in, like you're the odd one out, like it's very isolating. And I think for a lot of us in this world during COVID, we have felt very isolated. I mm. definitely have. I mean, in Vancouver in particular, it's a very interesting place. Like everyone that comes here and I've made friends with a lot of expats here, but the locals are very like purple circle-y. Like mm. they like that. Like it's very like if you're not, if you're new all the old friends in the group only. It's like mm-hmm. everyone goes to school together and they stay there and it's very hard to get into groups. And it's not very it's not a very welcoming energy. Heaps of people who come here have mentioned this to me as well and I've noticed it. Other places in Canada are fine, but it's just Vancouver, which is really interesting. And so I've definitely felt that at times where I'm like, oh, I wish you know, we could have some like-minded people here and a community, and especially with COVID, it was super hard. We had we had friends and we caught up, but it was like consistently. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really important for for us to have that. Totally, I think community is just one of those things that helps you to self regulate. Like we yeah. are social beings, and to connect with other people is part of what we want to do in this lifetime, what we want to do on this planet. So having that yeah. community, whether that's in person or online, something like what we've created, where you can access those people who want to support you, who care about you and want to connect with you on a deeper level, right? Not just yeah. not just at that surface level that we sometimes do experience when we feel a bit isolated with the people that are around us. And then through that connection with people that are like-minded, you start to be able to show up with pretty much everyone more connected and more in tune with your own values and not afraid to show who you truly are and show all these Hmm. different expressions of yourself. Hmm. So, you know, like Lucas said, if you feel called to join us, if this resonates with you, then yeah, we're really excited to, to see you there and see you as part of the community. Amen. Expand community. (laughs) Yeah. The expand community. I think like, I feel self-expression is one of the most powerful one of the most powerful tools when you've really harnessed it and and not that we've fully harnessed it i think there's definitely elements where we're stepping into but i mean look at me now compared i mean i just got i just got my nails done with danielle the other day (laughs) because i've been wanting to do them and they're like it's super wicked i love it i love it so that's that's part of your expression i love that yeah yeah so it's like these little things like I wouldn't have been able to do that like five, ten mm. years ago because it just would have looked like a numpty. But I love um, that that self-expression there, how we're so inclined to link expression with meaning and what it means to express yourself in a certain way. So if you do this, this means this, right? Yeah. When actually that's all down to your perception of how you look at someone. So how someone looks at you because you've painted your nails could be completely different to how I do, right? So Mm. that's where I guess expression of yourself is so important regardless of what other people think of it because you know that they're only looking at you through their own lens, through their own level of consciousness. So really it doesn't exactly matter. And as the way that me and Luca choose to kind of live our lives is like when that's triggered went through that other person it's just a part of you that feels like you can't express yourself right so you're yeah. looking at yourself and someone saying challenging you for how you're showing up in the world you can just be like oh that's a part of me that doesn't yet fully accept myself and my self-expression so how yeah. can I love that part of me more deeply Amen. to feel empowered to show up in my truth in my exactly. expression and that expression exactly. is multi multi layered right there's lots of different ways i express myself in this world because there's lots of different parts of me i am not just one person i am a multi-dimensional individual with different interests different ways of seeing the world so i need to include all of those parts in order for me to feel fulfilled in my life amen i love how you say that it's like they will only judge you because they're a reflection of your own judgment for yourself and so if like there yeah, are you those, phrased that a lot better than i did <laughs> well, I, mean, I, like that. That, I like that you reflected back tr- to me what i was trying to say <laughs> yeah, so thanks exactly it's your future your future expression <laughs> um but 
I, uh, I think that's so good. Because there's That's one element. But also the other element is, I think, is like, why the fuck do we care? Mm. Why, why <laughs> is it so such a big deal what people think about us? I've had to, like, come to grips with this a lot. Why do you think, think it's a big deal? I, I look at it, I feel like a lot of people fear, I, I, for me, it's a fear of rejection or abandonment. That's what I me. sort of look at it. I think people really long, and I've definitely had this. So people long for connection. I still have this. Yeah. Abandonment's definitely been one of those ones that, like a pattern within me that's still right. present. It's a one that's taken a while to even yeah, get to yeah. this point in my life. So I totally yeah. understand how. So that how does it show up be. for you in the moment? Then? In the moment. So, big, for example, yeah. let me think. So when I see someone, for example, not reply to me or not let me be seen in that moment, it triggers a lot in me. Like there's this, but it's a different trigger than it used to be. Now I'm very aware of it. I can watch it because in that moment, I'm like that person not giving me love, that person not seeing me means they're going to leave me. Mm -hmm. And the pattern comes up and then makes me want to talk more, makes me want to message them and be like, hello, can you see me? Mm -hmm. And especially in relationships, like deeper relationships, whether that's very close friendships, family, love relationships, that's when I see it the most. But I know where that's coming from. I'm very aware of where that's coming from because I was abandoned when I was younger. I had a childhood where I was raised by one of my parents, not both of my parents. And I watched that that process of abandonment over many years, that mm. kind of, as they switched from becoming this family unit to just raised by my dad. Mm. So watching that over a long period of time and then through years of not having the awareness of that pattern and it kept creating the same situations in my life, the same abandonment that I kept repeating over and over and over again to the point where I'd be so scared of abandonment that I would be the one who would run away and leave. Mm -hmm. I'd be the one who would escape right so Mm -hmm. I still see it showing up but the difference now Mm. is the awareness the difference now is being able to see it and not Mm -hmm. react from it okay my body kind of goes into this this moment where there's like panic but I'm very self-regulated now where I can tap into my nervous system and say what do I need right now Mm. to not react from this place so that's something Mm -hmm. it's an ongoing process for me but it's not something oh, that's yeah. fully released or fully left my system yet, for sure. Oh, man. I feel you. Uh, mm. I, I just find it so great. Like, I've sort of started because I was the same, right? And I've definitely mm. I've worked through so much of it. And to the point oh, now yeah. where I actually feel it viscerally so different now where I'm like, yeah, wow, we really do care a, a lot about what other people think. And mm. it really doesn't matter. Like, if you think about it, it really doesn't matter. Deep down, it really doesn't matter. So I um I don't know, I've just been coming I mean coming to grips with that lately. And mm. wondering why we can't just if it because it's such a visceral reaction, it's like it seems it's like you see it. You mm. see it. And this is I think one of the things that I do a lot with my clients as well and I've personally done is like when the fear is there, leaning into it. And so the oh, biggest yeah. fear for you is like, okay, if I do this, this might mean abandonment. If if I say this, this might mean rejection. If I be this, this might mean like disownership or, yeah, again, rejection. And so facing that is like what's the worst case scenario? Like mm. f- really just sit with it and viscerally mm. like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, well, okay, because that's not – created but now your body's like getting okay with it because when we push away and we go oh i don't want that so i won't go and be myself i'll keep suppressing my true self and then in that moment you actually suppress the feeling of rejection mm-hmm. so it's like cash 22 come back feel what it would be like by investigating the worst case scenario bring that worst case scenario up in a safe space as well like if you have the if you have the capacity to hold yourself like that 
and just be like, what is the worst case scenario if I actually like wear this mm. or say this or go and participate in this? Mm. Oh, okay, there will be a couple of friends that don't acknowledge me anymore. They don't like what I'm doing and they stop hanging out with me or stop inviting me places. This happened to me. Mm. This happened to me where I stopped drinking and I was like, no, I'm not going to party with my old mates. And uh, for me, I'm like, I was like, I don't want to do this. Why am I still drinking? Why do I still want to do that? And so that was my first part of like differentiating my, between my old self-expression and my new self-expression was like, well, that means I'm probably not going to get invited, but I didn't want to say no. I didn't want to say no. So I kept saying yes, yes, yes. And then eventually I started, got, I got the courage to say no and not, and that was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, I've got other things. But I had to sort of use this. It was interesting. I had to make an excuse as to why I needed to say no. <laughs> and that was gave me comfort. Now I'm just like, no. Nah. Like Not that was five years ago, mm. maybe, yeah, five years ago, four, five, no, four years ago. And to now I'm just like, no. Back then it was like, oh, um, oh shit, when are you guys going? I'm um, Mm. I don't think I can. I've got some. I've got some stuff I need to do that day, and I've got this, this, and this, and and then that would make me feel better because I said no. But in a sense, I'm not being true to myself anyway. In How time. do you balance? Sorry, Carrie. No, no. I'm just saying I'm like not being true to myself in that moment by expressing it authentically and integrally mm. to, to be true to myself. Right? Like I'm lying to be truthful to me. I'm lying <laughs> to be truthful to me. It's like a weird thing. That resonates with me so much. Lying used to be one of my really, yeah, really, really naughty habits. I used to lie a lot. <laughs> Something that I've really had to accept within myself that that was part of me. Like lying yeah. or very over-exaggerating. Where does it come Something up now? Do you still like catch yourself lying occasionally? Let me, let me just tap into what, what you just said because okay. I wanted to okay. kind of bounce off something where you said, you were talking about the ability to say no. And I was wondering, where do you balance that notion of surrendering to life and what comes up with you? Mm. Even when there's resistance, right? And still going with going with that resistance, following that resistance sometimes to viscerally, my body is saying no to this and mm. I am not going to say yes out of obligation. How do you balance that? Well, I think it, the, the big part comes back down to your desire. Mm. Like, what are you just what are you really desiring to do it, i wasn't desiring to drink i knew that that deep down that wasn't where i wanted to be and what i wanted to do and wasn't supporting me and so when the other essence you're like surrendering to life and just letting go is like it's almost like letting life give you opportunities so the other essence would be it wasn't drinking but it was something else and i would say like something else that was aligned with what i would like to do for instance i don't know maybe say i met someone who was going out to this party where there were a heap of people that were in an industry that I wanted to get into. Mm. But I said, um, I knew I needed to go, but I said no. Mm. Maybe because I was scared of, you know, I did, I, I was like scared of my next level. I was sabotaging myself. And so, but I knew that there was deep down my, my, myself, not the ego, myself knew that I needed to be there mm. but I was too scared to so the fear stopped me of actually going to my next level but the other one was like my heart said I can't keep drinking anymore it's not in it's not what I, my physical body doesn't want it anymore I, I don't want to be down there but I'm too scared to detach so it's another fear it's a fear of detaching from an old self mm. and this one's a fear of stepping into the new self mm, that's such a complex road to navigate within ourselves when we don't have that foundation of self-awareness right yeah fuck i mean <laughs> first thing i always say is self-awareness that was the one yeah. thing a while to cultivate yeah that's exactly what annabelle now, said first be right kind of no then the wrong kind of yes yeah i love that yeah i love that so to awesome. just pop that up there we are better to be the right kind of no than the the right kind of no than the wrong kind of yes exactly mm, love that, totally. annabelle that's a, that sums it up pretty much like and that's that's what you said is awesome because it is really much awareness mm -hmm. and life I think is that's life the thing is, we come back to so much in our shows it's like the power of awareness yeah yeah like what's the one thing awareness
that's for me at least like and i know mm. for you oh yeah awareness because... listening to myself my own guidance first because yeah. i think it's a big part of the i mean you can never fall off the journey because everything serves you in the end right everything mm. serves you in the moment but the moments that i've navigated away from my path has been when i've listened to the perceptions of others about me or mm-hmm. the guidance of others that is not guidance from a place of from a place of really wanting to support and hold me but from a place of someone talking through their own ego or their own perception of me yeah or we've got these other ones where it's someone who's really big in the industry and they're talking to so many people that it's never really going to apply to your unique individual experience because we all have different experiences in our life so to generalize one thing to so many people you have to listen to how that resonates within your body rather than just taking that as it is Mm. taking that guidance so when you listen to me and luca don't just take what we say as fact, right? Take what we say as how does this resonate with what is going on within me, with my experience? Mm. How can mm. I use this to support my own guidance? We're not here to tell you what to do or how to live your life. We're here to give you space so that you can see the power, the patterns, the conditioning within yourself, anchor that within yourself and lead from that place. So I think it's mm. really important to trust in yourself. How does that feel in my body and then we go back to awareness is the foundation of being able to do that mm-hmm. yeah i love that mm-hmm. i had this um i'll segue into this i had this dream last night oh, i want you to ask me that question that you were going to ask me as well because i don't oh, want to i don't want i do want to avoid it uh or like lying like where does lying show up in your life now now yeah <laughs> does it this is just yeah. like testing your awareness yeah, 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 too, right? Yeah. Like, it, sh- it shows up in my life now. Well, not it testing, shows up, yeah. So sometimes it shows up as exaggeration. So I can talk about something and I can exaggerate when Ooh. I'm in a new social setting and I'm like, Ooh, okay. this is all the things I do. Wow, look at me. There's that okay. comes up, which is super interesting to observe in myself when there's new people around yeah um, yeah totally resonate it's, it's funny because i watch it and i'm like why am i doing that like Wait, who, the no, who, who is this person Emma? in me <laughs> <laughs> right? and then you you know you have to come to that with compassion and without judgment yeah, because you know amen. that it's, it's not you it's a pattern within you that is conditioned by the trauma and the experiences that you've had in your life so it's an inner child that is looking for love in that moment so when you observe that part of you don't judge it try to suppress it try to control it let it just do its thing Mm. and then have a conversation with it later and give it love you know Um, and I definitely see it like not so much now the lying but the looking at when I did lie a lot in in my romantic relationships I lied Mm. a lot about a lot of things with people yeah and um looking at that now and seeing how that's a how that's a fear for me now to move into a partnership with someone because I'm scared that these patterns will emerge again I want to escape again I want to run away again and it's so funny because you have this awareness of all these things right it's like a it's a hyper awareness of these things when you've walked this path and when you're on this journey and through that awareness sometimes fear comes from that because you're so aware of your patterns that when you fall into them, it can be very easy to judge yourself when you do, because mm. you're like, I have this awareness. I shouldn't act from this place anymore. But mm. we have to remember that even when we release the things that we've been through, there's still going to be an inner child within us that wants to go back to these these places of comfort and protection because mm. you can't just release your child. You can't just get rid of them. They're there, right? They might have mm. be a bit more able to come along for the journey let you lead the way but they're still with you so if new things come up and get triggered in your reality and you feel that trigger they're going to want to react from that same place that they only knew as comfort they only knew as protection was to do this was to lie was to run away was to somehow act out to protect yourself so so now it's more forgiving that Mm -hmm. part of me for doing that forgiveness Mm -hmm for the person who felt that she needed to lie in order to protect herself because that's Mm. what I watched when I was younger I watched my mum lie a lot to protect Mm. herself so she didn't have to feel pain so she didn't have Mm. to 
experience the feelings didn't have you know let them come up and I mm. watched that and I was a young person so to watch that and then to take that on as like my own internal experience mm. no wonder I ended up doing the same thing because mm -hmm. I spent ages saying I don't want to be like that I'm not like that mm -hmm. and I was rejecting and repressing it so much so now it's more forgiveness for, mm -hmm. for that part of me makes me a bit of an emotional talking to my actually. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know forgiveness is a really you know? beautiful thing. Oh. Thank you for sharing. Mm. Forgiveness is a really powerful thing, like forgiving yourself, not just others. Just forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for not being where you want to be, for not being able to express yourself the way you want to, for making mistakes, regrets, you know, these. Where do you feel that you can forgive yourself more? Or you need to give, forgive yourself oh, I've, I've done such a good job. I was saying this to Danielle literally just the other Beautiful. day. I was like, I'm so proud of how much I, like, mm. don't judge myself, especially because, like, I get super hard. I, I get, like, I have a lot of perfection, like, stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. so if, I, if I, I don't do stuff, if I'm not going to be able to do it well, and I get really shitty if I, like, I get really shitty with myself if I don't perform to a high standard quickly. And the, the plus side of that is I, I grow and learn really quickly. The other side of that is I can be really critical of myself. Mm -hmm. You're 1-3 so, like me, so that's a, a very similar yeah. trait for 1-3s as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I learn quickly, grow quickly, but I can be super hard on myself. So I think for, forgiveness for myself, I had to do a lot of forgiving for my past and my actions because I did mm -hmm. lie a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But like you said, it was sort of, the i mean our consciousness is so young as a as, as human species i want to get this mm. fact i want to do more facts for us and like have <laughs> yeah 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 where we're like um because we do we do riff this quite and that's great but it'd be good not to some, some facts things. but like yeah. some like really cool things like lot how was i gonna say it? it was um like there's a there's some science that's come out about data of like how young earth is in comparison to like um the 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 universe and so the universe is 13.8 billion years old yeah right and then it says earth's time and humanity on that is like the last minute of the year if the whole mm. year is the universe yeah earth is like the last minute of the year or something like that or sorry humanity is the last minute of the year and so it's like what Mm. how young we are and sometimes i think we've really think we've got to be more advanced more fast yeah. like better but We're so hard on ourselves <laughs> like three four generations ago they were killing each other slaughtering mm. each other gassing each other mass murdering like cultures and i think there's a lot of a lot of times we can really blame our parents on this path of like oh they should have done a better job are you fucking kidding me mm. like do you know what what they were growing out of they mm. did such a good job like i've i when i first started this journey there was anger towards the way i was raised that was very early and then i realized holy shit if i never had that i wouldn't be who i am today <laughs> not only that i wouldn't have met people yeah because that like this is sort of what michael singer talked about for the moment in front of you to occur, it took 13.8 billion years of a series of events for it to get to you mm. and you dismiss it just like that. It's not personal. It's just evolving and it's creating itself. It's like this, just look in front of you, like whatever you see just in your peripheral. Do you know the perfect situation for that to happen, for you to get there. Like I've got this red light, right? Like I've got this thing. And I think about what it would have taken for someone to get this into my field. Mm. First, the person, the entrepreneur, had to be smart enough to think this is a cool idea, take the risk to do it. First, he had to be born, so his parents had to meet. But for him, his parents to meet, his, his, his parents' parents, his grandparents had to live in the same city and have enough and have enough interest in each other to go on a second date, a third date, have sexual attraction to do, have sex and have a, and have a, have a and conceive. But then for his great great grandparents to also have the same situation, 
right? Mm. And so for all these situations all around the world that you had to have a country open up to another country for the two people to meet just to get this thing. But then there was all the scientists that did all the studies that had to, you know, talk about red light and the importance of red light for this and how it impacts cells to cross paths with this person who invented the red light therapy and for them to say, hey, yeah, you should go and start a business. So his, his ambition met the scientists' research came together. And so now the scientists, well, he had the same situation. His parents had to meet each other, like each other enough to go on a second, third, fourth date, conceive mm-hmm. him, her, and <laughs> to be created. You think about how crazy life is. I get I get deep with this stuff sometimes. Yeah, I'm, sort tri- of like, I'm, tri- I'm tripping now. <laughs> and like I'm just like, it's so beautiful. And I, yeah, I, I this is one of the is. things I want to talk about. It was in my dream last night. My dream oh, yeah, last yeah. night was the craziest dream I've ever had. <laughs> it wasn't crazy in the sense it was the most trippy dream. Okay. So like there were things. Lucid or just the way it was experienced? I, I would say semi-lucid because I would come yeah. out, I would experience it when I was awake yep. and it would go back in and I'd go down another layers and it was like I was mm-hmm. coming out, back in, coming out, back in and it was like it was always happening. Mm-hmm. And this old friend that I went to school with, she was in the gym and I went and saw her and she and she looked at me and I looked away, looked at me, looked away and she goes, oh, and, and we recognised, we knew we knew each other. And then eventually she said, hey, Luca, I haven't seen you in ages. And so she came up to me and was like, I'm big on dreams, by the way, like huge, love mm. them. When I remember them, I, I research them and study them. And I've gone really deep into some of my research. <laughs> well, it's such a magical thing, right? Like, It's rem- mind-blowing when you realise the depth of what the, some of the symbols are trying to show you. Like you go into one little bit of it and then a little bit and you're like, fuck. Like there was one I had the other day and it was just, it took me into this wormhole and then the symbol, I was like, shit, that is insane. Like how relevant mm-hmm. it was. Anyway, back to your dream. <laughs> no, for sure. Like I'm like, yeah. but the mind puts all of that together and puts you in it and says mm-hmm. this and explore this world while you sleep. And so I was in there and this, and she came up to me and she asked me this question. She's like, so like, what's your vision for life? <laughs> And I'm like, that's a good question. And I sat there for a bit and I, and I said, to be around the people I love, to spend more time with the people I love and to do what I love with the people that I love. <laughs> and that was exactly what I said and I remember I repeating that. it and I was like, I've got to wake up and write that down and I wrote it down. And then she, she said, oh, I've got this horse for you. I really think you need this horse. And I found it, I rescued it, and I think it needs a good home. It was this beautiful, like, brown and white horse. Mm-hmm. And it had this, actually had this, um, it's so funny. It had this, like, its mane was, like, dyed, like, light pink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really want that horse. I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it home. I'm going to love it. And I don't know, I feel like I'd have to sort of break this down with my mentor as well because she's a dream analyst. Mm-hmm. But I think that horse was a representation of me, was because it was it doesn't no horse has a pink mane, <laughs> but I think that 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 meant something to me for my self expression, not to have a pink mane, but like you <laughs> know to, to things like the simple thing of like dyeing your hair. I would actually do, I would do this by the way for temporarily. I would like okay, dye my hair and you. go like. We're gonna dare you, right? Everyone, like, send Instagram messages. To I'll do like the are. tips. I'll do if the gets, tips. If he gets ten messages, then he dyes his hair pink. There we go. If he gets ten, just DMs, ten, dyes his hair pink. Yeah, ten. We're not gonna go for like a hundred. All we? right. Like, All right. If I get ten DMs yeah, saying yeah. I want to see your tips pink, I'll do it. <laughs> your tips pink. That's <laughs> if you want me to have pink tips. <laughs> Just like my little horsey in the dream. <laughs> I'll get pink tips, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Take ourselves too soon. Look, Annabelle, there goes. Hey, no, 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 no. That's not a DM. That's not a DM. That's not a DM. You got to DM him, Annabelle. DMs only. Sorry, Annabelle. DMs only. 
I'm tripping okay. right now in this conversation. Anyway, so pink if hair. If you don't know me, I just I trip all the time, so just ignore. Yeah, me. I mean, life is a trip, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> what are we? So what? What I was sort of coming back to. Mm. Oh, that dream just was just so deep and complex. I, I couldn't even I, like, write it all down. I felt it when you said that, like that that bit about being with the people you love and doing things with the people you love. Like right. you moved something in me when you said that. So it was obviously that's life, powerful. man. Right? Like what? Because like, I sat there before what bed last night. What else could we want? Like what else could we want than that? What else yeah. could we want? Like what's? Uh, well, I sat there in bed and I have these moments, and I genuinely, I generally have them before I go to sleep, and I reflect because. I love reflecting before I go to sleep and I just reflect on just the energy I'm in, the state of mind, my day, mm. and I get super, super grateful, like mm. super grateful. And it comes over me like almost like, fuck, I'm missing the point. Mm. point. And I'm missing the point of like all this striving, pursuing, all, all this stuff is like the things that matter like we're always trying to teach someone a lesson or help someone mm-hmm. grow, and which is no, this is beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I wrote down these words: um, healing, success, relationships, um, happiness. All these things are such earthly concepts, and why they serve a purpose. I think we miss the point of like life by striving for all these things. We're like striving for this need, this need, this need that, need that. And as if it gives us some sort of meaning, because at the end of the day, when I and I and I thought about this last night, I was like, "What's really going to matter when I'm like, I don't know, in my nineties, eighties, nineties, hundreds, and I'm like on my last days? What's what am I going to really reflect on? And I'm going to say, am I going to say, oh, I'm so glad I worked so hard.' And this is nothing mm-hmm. against working hard, like for people that are going after their passion and really following their heart. It's not about working hard but i'm like i'm probably speaking of the collective the the collective idea of working hard that sort of maybe hustling am i gonna say man i'm so proud i worked really hard or are you are you gonna say i'm glad i really lived Mm. like i'm glad i really lived and what does it mean to really live? Yeah, to really love. Like mm. I know one of my clients, work, I'm working through this with her, is like her ability to love, like mm. trust and love. Mm. Yeah, I just walked through that process. It's a really hard one. Right. And I mean. Mm. I, I was on that fear, journey like, for months, wasn't I? Is it the fear of being hurt for you? Why, fear, of someone, fear of hurting someone. Fear of hurting someone. Yeah. Yeah, like let myself really love someone because if I let myself love them, then I could hurt them. That was my my story. But Mm. to really, like you said, with with your client, like that that feeling of love, like love is so complicated in the sense of the collective beliefs that we have around what love is. But love really is just the pure essence of who we are. Mm Mm-hmm. It's our natural state. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that journey is coming back to that, coming back to love, coming back to feeling alive within yourself and using different portals and channels to express that. Mm. Mm. Whoa, I just stumbled on this stream. Super interesting conversation. Yeah, okay. we go deep here. We do. Right. Well, we're just being ourselves. It's just ourselves. We're we're deep in it's nature. It's deep, but it's fun, you know. Like yeah. we, I think that's this is something the shit that, that we love. I think that's something that is both the both of our energies is we just love to to express in such a deep place from such a deep place, but mm. to make it in a way that's through our natures, which is kind of comical, a bit lighthearted. For you sure. Know, last week we we're talking about what some like Luca couldn't say the word vagina he was saying like what are you saying like women's canal or something birth canal. <laughs> and then we're just laughing about the word vagina for like 10 minutes yeah birth canal yeah <laughs> so, well one know. of the things too is like we could sit here and talk about business we could sit here and talk about yeah. and, um f- politics I mean we could talk about anything okay. it's just uh I think interesting conversations that spark 
in reflection and spark yeah. shifts internally and just mm-hmm. like oh this is how i see the world it's interesting we try and see mm-hmm. the world in a in a um objective way because that's a that's a super fucking rare thing an yeah. objective perspective because everyone's so fucking caught up in everything they're like oh my god you like the freedom convoy me and you can't be friends mm. me and you like simple cancel culture like that you're a democrat i'm a republican we can't associate like crazy oh you're vaccinated i'm unvaccinated oh my god don't talk to me like can't we just let the world find itself mm. and and it's not about it's not about like you can't stand up for what you believe in because i think that's really fucking awesome that people Same. really do stand up for Same. what they believe in i think it's the fact that we can't accept our brother or sister uh, for being in the for, for being a different having a different perspective like to think that you would expect someone to have the same perspective of you even though they grew up in a different country in a different demographic in a different culture at a different mm. age and say hey believe what i believe right so yeah oh, thanks. appreciate that that's awesome uh man i that gets and this is one of the other things too is when i get fired up by things i have to breathe i have to come back because i <laughs> oh, know in that moment I'm there's angry. something in me that that's ready to release and i it's yeah. a concept that i have that mm-hmm. i say to this is my projection why can't we just let our brothers and sisters <laughs> believe in what they want to believe and here i am getting fired up about it because that's my projection because yeah. that's what I do to others. I don't yeah, let yeah. them believe. Mm-hmm. I have to convince. I have to persuade. How powerful or I'm... is you to just claim that, can I just say, you know, mm. that is so powerful. Mm. And that's the, the sacred mirror. I have to preach mm. it. I'm like fully believe in embodying it. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I do this work for a living, right? This is, mm-hmm. you, you do too. It's like I think embodiment is the next level. Because there's so many teachers that teach and don't like they they don't practice what they preach. Mm-hmm. I had and to ask I... myself that question the other day. Uh, this Ooh, is I think we you? had this yeah this frustration that was coming up last week. We we both shared something that was releasing for us and in in me it was where am I trying to teach people or to lead people in a direction in something that I'm not embodied in. And I started, yeah, and that was a deep question to ask myself. And I was like, hmm, okay. And then I started thinking about what I wanted to create and how I wanted to restructure things in a way that, so what I'm teaching and what I'm leading from is what I'm embodied in. So I asked myself, mm. what am I embodied in? And I was like, living my fucking truth mm-hmm. in each moment. Mm-hmm. And Amen. the ability to walk through serious darkness and pain within myself. Yeah, I like I've been doing that for since I was 14 years old, you know, since I was 14. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I'm here to do right now. And that can evolve as I become more embodied in other things that I'm learning. But I don't need to go and do all the things just because I've read it in a book, just yeah. because I've heard it through someone else, just because I've mm-hmm. seen that it looks popular to talk about at the moment. Mm hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's so important. Ask yourself, what are you Popular really here? Oh, yeah. That's something mm-hmm. that was a huge pattern in me that, like, the past six months I've been observing to ensure that I'm not always just speaking from a place of that sounds good or someone mm-hmm. else said that, so I'm going to say it. It's going to become my truth <laughs> oh, now. Oh, God. I someone mean, else said that and then you regurgitate it? I think it? about it, like, I think, like, with – we've had these conversations before where we send books backwards and forwards to each other and we're like, wow, this is the truth. <laughs> yeah. you know? And we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This book. And I've really seen that in myself. Like the last time I saw it was with a book that I think you also read it in January. And um, I really got carried away with this book. What was that one? Uh, Money game, money belief. Oh, the, uh, breaking loose from yeah the oh that sent me into a really yeah, dangerous yeah. rabbit hole of like <laughs> yeah. realizing how oh, same. how my control patterns had led me to this book right i thought that oh. this book was like the new thing like oh my god i'm just going to follow everything in this book 
that was the most prominent one that I've seen. I've seen it like in other books, but not like, as like. What do you mean prominent? Like what? as obvious, you know, for example, like I might see a book and be like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. I'm going to talk about this for a little bit. But all oh, of a sudden, but then you book, started shifting into my identity. Like this ah, book, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know in, in a week became my new identity. Love right? this. And I was like this, I attracted this book into my field. Like once I kind of came out of that week and brought some more awareness to Fuck, it. And yeah. this was actually the week where I got sick. Like I was sick really bad for two weeks, like throwing yeah. up in the bathroom, everything, like, for two weeks, just completely out. Interesting. Purge. And I was, yeah, and I was realizing that I brought that book into my field because of how much I tried to control everything in my life and how that had always been. I'd seen my controlling patterns for a long time, but that was, like, the obvious, most obvious reflection that I had of them, thinking that I controlled everything and I controlled everyone. Yeah. That I was God. Yeah. That I was God. Oh, and God. when I was when I was sick in that week, it was like like you said, a huge this. purge of yeah. like I'm not God. There um, is something so much more powerful than me, and I've had so many beautiful experiences and so many other people of where divine has come in and led and guided me and led my life. Right? Yeah. And for that, for those, for that month, I had rejected god i had rejected mm. the divine and everything that mm. the divine had done for me and to support me up into this mm. moment and you can call the divine mm. whatever you want source universe mm. all the same thing but i was rejecting that in favor for my own egotistically be- led belief that mm. i was the complete creator of my entire reality <laughs> and yeah. to have that reflected back to you that was when i was like no. Yeah. No, 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 it's, no, no. I'm not powerful. going this I'm not going down this path anymore. I'm not yeah. staying in this this thing anymore. I'm yeah. surrendering completely and I was and then in that moment after the, being sick we, I remember we both actually jumped on that that call that first time and we were both like we're in a completely different new energy of just surrender. Yeah. And that's how I felt and that's and that stayed with me now. Like there's yeah. no going back to that to that yeah, way of being well, anymore yeah yeah i definitely resonate with that i've done mm-hmm. that like i was saying this literally to danielle like <laughs> yesterday i was like yeah i used to get read something or learn something from someone then they would become the truth <sighs> and i'd be like oh my god now this sort of throws out everything else i was talking about but this is it i was like no yeah. this is it and then i yeah, realized yeah. no we've got to stop giving our power away to these people and saying this <laughs> is it and anyone that says this is the one way run the other way like Truth is a there paradox. Is, the only yeah. truth is a paradox. And I did not say that. That was a quote that I heard. The only yeah. truth is a paradox. Yeah. In being that it is right and wrong at exactly the same It'll time. Always, a truth always. will always be right to someone and wrong to someone else because exactly. they've had two different experiences. There, I feel like there's like principles of truth, right? Like the sun will mm-hmm. rise and mm-hmm. set in the east and the west. Right, mm. so there are there are principles Concrete for things. sure. Yeah, of course. yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, but one of the things I, I like to also I was thinking about the other day, right? Mm. So I there was this it was I was I heard overheard this in a course about talking about this NASA mission where a uh, spacecraft, an unmanned spacecraft, went out and had made its way to Saturn and it was in the mm-hmm. Saturn Saturn rings. And turned around and took a photo of Earth. Mm-hmm. And you look at that photo and you're like, you can look it up. I think it was called Cressini Mission. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think it was Cressini Mission. And you look at the photo and it's just, Earth is just a star. Mm. It's just a star filled and surrounded by black space. And you get that sometimes when you're on Earth. You it's look scary up and, and humbling, it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's very humbling. Um, you see it and you see and you go, damn, we're just in the middle of nowhere and we're a star. <laughs> and look what we've created. Look what life has created on earth, mm. right? And to think that we're just one of those stars and we've done this, imagine what everyone else has done out there, right? Mm. And I do believe life is definitely on out there. Like, oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, not I've had experiences of being somewhere else. Yeah, you've had if you've you had life, if you look at past lives and you think of you know what other lifetimes where else have I been you know yeah. where else have I experienced this reality and I do 
believe in that through my own experiences and my own it's you don't have humbling, to believe you know? in that but it's like yeah. it's just it's just incredible to to see life in that way because it takes the pressure and the stress of of this idea that we have to do something or be something and but we just get to be we just get to allow life to lead us be a part of nature because that's what we are mm. and there's no force there's no rush no oh my god no force no rush i see this a lot a lot of desperate desperate desperation energy to change to change something that's not working to shift away from something to shift themselves to change themselves you are naturally changing every second don't think you need to do anything to change learning you you, you for some you know um Arcarijo, Arcarijo commented like stumbled across this Mm-hmm. something triggered a change, something shifting. There's change mm-hmm. in every moment. It's just it's coming to you. You don't need to really go out there and change. So a lot of people who are like really persistent and changing something in their life or wanting something new in their life, like it will happen, it will come. Mm-hmm. But the moment you stop the force and the resistance inside you of the present moment, you're not going to allow it to unfold. You're closing <laughs> it down. You're just answering oh. something that's happening to me right now, which is really interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Open up. Emma, mm. open up. Mm. We all can a little bit more too, totally. right? Like totally. what does Allow it mean to, to be open vulnerable. up? Be vulnerable. Like I look yeah. back at, I was saying this to Luca before we come on, I look back at like our old shows and they were powerful, they were potent, but there was a lot of need to, to prove myself to the people that were listening, to prove myself to Luca, yeah. wondering how I was going to be perceived by other people if I didn't stay in this almost this concept of being this wow isn't what she's saying amazing like this idea Mm. and then I was like and the more I've surrendered the more I've just let go of this false image and this need to protect myself need to keep myself safe the more I've been vulnerable the the more I've realized the your power really is in your pain like Mm. so much of it so much of your mm. vulnerability, the ability to just let your guard down and also not just your power, but your ability to, to grow and transcend things and actually show up in your life more in your own expression is through that ability to, to just share where you are, connect with mm. people where you are and not feel the it need will. to hide that. Just what, what what is the need to cover up? And I asked that in myself, what's the need to cover up? And I was like, because I don't want to be judged again. It brings us back mm-hmm. to that conversation mm-hmm. we had earlier. I didn't want to be judged. I can understand too, yeah. I didn't want to be seen, like, fully. There was a part of me that was scared to be seen, a part of me that was scared to look like I didn't know it all. Mm. <laughs> and I definitely like, don't. We know nothing. <laughs> we know nothing. Like, what do we know? Like, you can disregard everything we say, guys. <laughs> just go on with your day. And... I, I, just, I love I love what we do and I love what we are. Oh, but, like, same. I think that's the greatest thing is sometimes to realise we fucking know nothing. And we don't take ourselves seriously with that, you know? Yeah. And I used to, though. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, yeah. I used to Look at our old take shows. everything seriously. <laughs> oh, my. And that's one of the things where I've, like, stepped away from the healing aspect yeah. and been like, oh, got to heal, mm-hmm. got to change, got to grow. I'm like, I'm growing, baby, mm-hmm. regardless of what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm growing. That's just how I, I see it. Like life has given me situations to learn. If my All I need is my awareness. Give me life. Mm. Give me life with my awareness and I'll do whatever it needs to do when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. Like I think that really just is the thing that matters. I agree. And I think with awareness, I think the next thing for me, for me, would be self-acceptance. Mm. When I accept myself, accept I naturally yourself? accept others. For me, I have, I've been seeing this a lot lately. I've been seeing Luca and the one who sees through Luca. This is a little bit deep. Mm, go there. This is this is sort of where I go. So I've like just sort of witnessing my ego, my identity, which is not a bad thing. I'm not trying to get rid of it. I'm accepting it. Mm. And so I can see Luca and I can see the me, the I in Luca, the self in Luca who loves outside of his concepts of what needs to be done and not done in order for something to be loved or not loved. 
liked or not liked, liked or disliked, these concepts in me. And I'm just like, it makes my heart like really soft right now. Mm, yeah, I can feel. It's, it's to realize like fucking nothing matters that we think matters. Just love people mm. around you. Love yourself. You don't need mm. to change. Mm. Perfect as you are. People in their power attract people in their power. Mm. And self-acceptance really is just owning yourself, loving yourself, not saying I need to change and then I'll be better. Like for me, I don't need to be, I don't need to wear anything. Like I don't need to get all this stuff done. But I'm just expressing this part of me now. But it doesn't That's what define who I am. What defines who I am is how I really feel about myself and then in turn how that feeling translates into my relationships with people around me. Mm. Like can I sit there and have a conversation, for instance, my sister? I practiced this for years. For years I was always like the one trying to tell them what to do. Mm. My mum and my sister, like we've got a, it's just us three, my mum and my sister, right? And I had to work for ages to get outside of my concepts of what they needed to do and what they didn't need and what they needed to stop doing in order to be better people. And I've, I've got to give myself compassion for being that person. I've got to accept myself. I wasn't the best person in my past relationships. I know that, right? But I have to give myself that compassion to say if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have grown into who I am today and I wouldn't have more love to look back at my past relationships and all my past friends and just like say, hey, I am sorry. Please forgive me, right? right? And that's sort of where I've got to is being able to ask for forgiveness and being able to say I'm sorry. A lot of people can't say that because they need to be right or they want to hide the fact that they did something wrong and, and only to realize there was nothing ever so wrong. For me, now I have my relationship with my sister and I'm just like, just just chat with her. I just chat and I just listen. And there was times where I wouldn't listen as deep and then I would catch myself and say I need to be there more. I haven't seen my sister in three years and like my three nephews because of the whole COVID thing and me traveling and stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm going to regret. I know. I, and I know there's a potential for me regret, regretting not being connect more connected to my family. Mm. And so for me, my growth comes in accepting myself and that in that acceptance, I don't need to push any idea onto yeah. someone else. I just love them for who they are because that's their journey. It's nothing personal. Like, isn't that so beautiful that you could actually sit there and just love someone as they are? Wasn't that like one of the like, that's what dogs do to us? They don't look at us and say, change those pants. They don't look, they're not, you know, they're not flattering. <laughs> that would be really f- weird if it did. You'd definitely be on some sort of trip <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> the dog calf and be like, I don't like those trousers. You need to put some new ones on. <laughs> I just totally took away from the depth of that. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't, no. You be you, man. I love that. And so true, though, like, I mean, that would change I was tearing up a little bit, though. It was beautiful, what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, it would change. I mean, animals, I miss animals so much. Oh, Are you an animal I really, I'm, Yeah, I'm just an waiting person. to get Are a you dog. An oh, yeah, yeah. I, have, I have my dog, like, back at my parents' house. Do you remember I told you about my crazy dog and the whole yeah, yeah. fiasco with the, the dog? Whole, <laughs> the whole projection thing. Yeah. Well, this dog is only reflecting what you deeply feel about yourself, guys. <laughs> oh oh the righteousness just walking in there and telling him how to own and how to own a dog you guys need healing shame on you (laughs) this dog is traumatized because you guys need healing we're laughing because this is literally what i did when i went home oh fuck that's funny That was funny. Oh, yeah, I've anyway, been there yeah. too. Don't worry, I've funny. been there. I'm like, that's like another reason. I think me and Luca were speaking about before we jumped on today, we were talking about how we both have this now desire to kind of settle and feel at home and grounded yeah. in, what, in one place because we've both been quite nomadic <clears> for quite a, I've been nomadic for nearly six, seven years now and similar for you, I think, right, Luca? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and we'd both had this desire to just want to to settle down and, and have a home and feel grounded and then there's obviously when you're nomadic you have these conditioned stories that doing that is kind of it's not a good mm. thing you know you know oh, i'm so ready for it but i am so ready for that what, one, one like you are you are settled now dog. right like you're in your home now yeah i'm in my home now i mean so why can't you this, get a dog not this house not this house because i can't have a dog oh, okay. in this apartment oh uh, okay i want a big dog there's i've only got a little balcony what sort of dog right um i really love the australian sheep dogs you know oh yeah but I would always What's... rescue, so I would probably go to. Oh, okay, that's what I my next always, question. I'd probably go to. Um, there's a place here called Can Dog, I think, oh, and it's yeah. just a shelter. And I would probably go oh. and just, you know, find the one that I connect with the most and, and my rescue, heart. rescue that dog. You have to send me when you go there. Send me some photos. I will. I, I will. I know it's, we, I know we it's fost- gonna happen, but I know there's like a there's a the process that needs to unfold. Like right now, uh, in this apartment, I can't have a big dog here mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i could but i just wouldn't feel right to not have yeah, a dog sure. have a garden and a bit more space for sure yeah okay <clears throat> and so and i want to be in a position where i can hold that'd space be really grounding dog, eh you know? oh so grounding so i know oh it's kind God. of this next thing that's about to unfold in my life um i've been feeling it for a while now um of just really settling and sharing that experience with someone as well because I've been independent for on my own for two years now living on my own and I love mm. it and I don't have this sense of feeling lonely anymore which is amazing but I know there's a part of me that wants to share my experiences with someone mm. <clears throat> so I hey, think man, like I'm, I feel like, myself life? oh yeah like you want the deepest love that you have for yourself reflect reflected back to you through a person like that's what it oh. is like yeah. when you're like, I'm sure you see it in Danielle, like she's just reflecting back to you the love that you have for yourself. And that to experience mm. that with someone is is really beautiful. And I haven't had that that deep experience in relationship mm. with someone. I have it mm. with someone, but we, we've both had a lot of history that has kind of led us in different ways of experiencing this. Mm. And it's starting to shift and I can feel the like, the fear in me but I can feel the part of me that's like I really want this now like I really want to share that with mm. someone now because of my relationships in the past it's all been built on ego it's been mm. built on controlling one another and when you're in this new place of real self-awareness and real love for yourself of course you want to experience it in your reality because mm. it's beautiful to experience it with yourself but we as human beings, as we kind of tucked into earlier, we're social beings. And to have that that reflected back to us through another, like it's why we do these shows, because we both share a connection that's built on communicating through this depth and this like exploration of Amen. what we're going through and vulnerability and stuff. So we're just reflecting yeah. back to each other what we love to do with ourselves. That, that's why this show works so well for us, because this connection is built on that. So it's, it's not just romantic relationships, it's all your relationships. They're reflecting back to things to you that are within you. So that's why a lot of mm. us want deep friendships, want to experience love with someone, because it's just us wanting to experience what we have for ourselves in connection with other. And isn't that a beautiful place to build a foundation for a relationship in, rather than mm. you're trying to fill a hole that's in me from my trauma? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not to judge that, because... Again, that is parts of process, what I used to do in my relationships, but I can feel how beautiful it's going to be for me now, stepping into a new period of my life, experiencing love, Amen. not looking for someone to fill me up or to Amen. fill me up. That sounded funny. <laughs> Jesus, Emma. <laughs> All right. Not looking for Jeez, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what sort of relationship are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's uh, that's enough for today, guys. We're going to finish it. We're going to cut it there. <laughs> Sorry, kids at home. Sorry, kids. <laughs> I'm honestly really letting all the parts of me out at the moment. It's super fun. <laughs> um, uh... there's, no more, there's just no more filters. There's actually no more filters. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Emma needs cool. a top up. <laughs> <laughs> Have a laugh. Bit of um, a laugh. Yeah, so I can feel this new period for me is going to be so beautiful because it's not looking for, like, someone to, like, sort out or make me feel whole. 
and sort out yeah. my trauma. It's like I actually want to experience myself and the love that I have for myself in partnership with someone else. So I think it's a really beautiful period to be moving into. Fuck yeah. I'm with you, man. I think mm. it's beautiful. That was a really good chat today. Thanks, yeah, Annabelle. Beautiful. Thanks, Annabelle. So glad you could be and here with us. And whoever else is with us, Akarijo. Yeah. Akarijo. So this is going to be the last public episode. Yes. Now we're going to be no, no, shifting no, over to the last our... one, is it? Yeah. Oh, the twenty second is a what day? Is that a Tuesday? Yeah, that's next Tuesday. So actually, okay. So next, next, next. Should we? We don't know. It oh, might be. It. it might not be. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? We'll let you guys. We're know. going to be moving over to the expand private community. So exactly. And that where will be more details be? The, Emma's been in the show notes in the show in notes. The show notes. So we'll include them in the show notes, and both myself and Luca will probably put some some bits on our Instagram as well, so you can yeah. um, find us this there. We'll release some stuff exactly. For um, so we've got some bits, and you know, just like like we said at the beginning, just join us if you feel called to. We'd love to mm-hmm. have you with us and yeah, awesome. share this journey with some more. Like-minded Good chats. Souls. Good chats. Mm. Thanks, right, everyone. Guys. Thank you, you everyone. Much bye love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.